Support for the FUS podcast is brought to you by the letters F, U, and S. Thank you to our constituating listeners. This is Floating Upstream. Oh, FUS. I didn't get that. I thought she was making a funny FU joke. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted a bit more of like a like a formal introduction here. So. I know, but this is but, but, yes, support to viewers like you. So, and movie pass. Movie pass. Beer. I'm gonna add in like a like an awkward like air horn thing after. You should put together. A, I don't think they would do this. You should bring together like a movie pass jingle, like a 1970s movie pass. Movie pass. Movie pass. So we finally got in our cards after how the fuck long? Like a month and a half? I feel like the email said three weeks, and that was a lie. That sure. was easily a lie. Because no. <laughs> I think it was that three weeks by the time we got that email. <laughs> yeah, it was absurd how long it was. I don't see how long it takes to print cards. I mean, I guess, I don't know technology, but... I mean, I guess, admittedly, they blew out their expectations of how many people <laughs> they, they thought were going to fucking sign up. So actually, Russ, did I tell you about it, or where did you hear about it, or did you tell me? I feel like I told you about we it. Had, you told me about it initially. I know, but I feel like their their um, all of a sudden demand couldn't have been where I because I found it reading a stock article. Yeah. So I'm kind of I thought you had, I don't know if you had saw it anywhere else on the internet unless that they just have like really good word of mouth marketing because I was like I didn't see it anywhere but that to like some degree I Yahoo Finance article I I uh. Red, which I'm sure there's not a lot of people reading Yahoo Finance articles. <laughs> hey, look, man, they everyone has an audience. <laughs> that, uh, Theirs is just a bit more dedicated than others. Mm-hmm. But so we finally used it, and lo and behold, despite Kate and Brandon's misgivings of thinking it was just a scam and I didn't think it was a scam. I thought it was going to be technical glitches. Okay. Keep putting words in my mouth. I didn't think it was a scam. I like Everybody a, I tell about it. I like it, putting a lot of things in your mouth. I, I know. Everybody I tell about <laughs> it thinks it's a scam, but I don't believe it. It's I never thought it was a scam. I just thought it was going to be glitchy. I, either way, we fucking walked in there, used our cards, and and we fucking waltzed in there, and I felt like I stole a ticket. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was pretty nice. It was pretty awesome. It really takes the sting out of the, like, uh, you know, $15 concessions because I saved $8. It does. And it, like, <laughs> makes you feel way less worried about if what you're going to see is a fucking horrible disaster That's hole true. or not. Mm-hmm. Like it, it makes me, I'm not as committed. Yeah. I'm not as committed. I'm actually, I'm very curious to see if, like, the rate of people walking out of films is higher for Movie Pass <laughs> just because, like, because your time is this the only is thing free. you're sacrificing at that point. Sure, you're talking. Like, what if you're dying? Everybody's dying, but what if you're dying? What if you're dying, dying? Am I gonna, like, sit through all of the last Harry Potter movie? I don't think so. Not if I have cancer. <laughs> I still, um, shaky, I still kind of want to, like, use it as much as I can. I am not a, obviously, a business scholar or CEO by any means, but I just don't see how the business model is going to work. I mean, I understand like the Google Facebook premise—you sell people's data, 
But they, I mean, they, I mean, the bulk, 70% of Google's revenue is advertising. The MoviePass isn't advertising. I just don't see that, I don't see there's a lot of, I don't, in my head, I don't see a lot of customers that are buying movie viewing data. I feel like there's a very narrow niche of in my movie head, producers, those weird VC firms that our current secretary of the treasury, like, has that weird movie financing business. Like, there's very, there's only a handful of people I can think that are going to buy movie, movie viewing statistics. So, in my head, I kind of feel like we're missing a layer here for some of this because, like, I agree, but also the reason modern movie trailers, I think, are fucking awful is because of average viewing habits. They want to have, like, some semblance of the plot. They want to see, like, some kind of major event. Like, there's a lot of data even put into how people present and advertise movies. And I'm willing to bet there is some kind of... Aud- because, yeah, this is a crazy idea, and I don't see how the fucking math adds up for any of this. But I feel like someone in a boardroom said something about this to where... Uh, where everybody is just... Where someone was saying somebody needs to like, like analyze this stuff a bit further and just be a neutral third party to something and like I don't know, because otherwise yeah I really don't see where the the money adds up for this unless they cap how many people can be subscribed to it. Yeah, but I don't see that happening. I also don't see that happening, but I don't know. I was like, and I kind of I was trying to figure out the math earlier. I was like, unless there's some kind of revenue sharing thing. Maybe. But it was like, it would never be, you would never, I, you like, the individual, per, I would have to watch so many movies for them to make the $10. Why don't they get, like, a stipend Especially for so many people? considering go... they pay, theoretically, they pay full price. Well, they have to pay full price, because it's just a debit card. It's not a special card. No, it's not. It's just a debit card. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, just... I was like, and I just know, unless they, there's like no way for them to make their money back. You think the revenue. theaters, to some degree, are paying a stipend for people to... A revenue-sharing model. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I don't know either. Oh. But I imagine if, like... If the but movie... then again, how the fuck does Netflix work? Yeah. Yeah, well, Netflix makes... I mean... Like, how, do, how does that work? Like, you're still paying, like... How do you pay for the licensing fee for everyone to, in perpetuity, watch a thing forever? Well, yeah, but they have a finite amount. You pay $700 million and they have, what... Millions of subscribers paying ten dollars a month. I mean, yeah, but like, there's so... Netflix still actually routinely loses money. They yes, still, they I do. don't think they've. I don't know. They they may have had profitable years, but I think they're still like in that startup stage where they're losing money hand over fist like Uber. Probably I mean, so. Nowadays, I think anybody company, any company can lose money forever and still be okay. Apparently, be okay because <laughs> Uber. I loses, need to figure out how to do that. Yeah, like lose money and still. <laughs> be Uber profitable. loses billions of dollars. I wish I could happen. Because yeah. I lose money, I'll, I'm constantly overdrawing my bank account. <laughs> I need a government bailout. Um. So. But as a consumer, regardless of how crazy the business model must be, I thought the app was seamless. I picked my thing, checked in, scanned, went, and it even worked. Doug went the in-person route, and it worked fine for him. And I went the self-serve kiosk route, and it worked fine. For yeah, me. no, no problems at all. You have to be like, what is it, a hundred yards from the theater or whatever, mm-hmm. and you got thirty minutes to do it. And unless you're like an old lady in a walker, you should be able to make it. Or like some crazy line, I guess. But well, yeah. Well. Actually, yeah, that's probably the one thing I can't think about is like whether or not that still works for like premieres. But I guess so. 
I don't think I've seen any limitation that says you can't go to a premiere. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Um, I haven't looked at the dates though, so I haven't seen the app. So I wonder if that actually encourages first. theaters to do more of those like weird event things where you pay a tad more than what mm-hmm. the base price is, and you get a bag or whatever the stupid fuck. And... Oh, I would totally go to those if I could use them on MoviePass. But what if I what, see what if you, that makes it what, so that you can't use MoviePass? Yeah, no, I was gonna say some of those because actually Regal's doing a. Oh, what was it I wanted to see? Darn it, it just came out. Or it's coming out. Oh, man, I can't remember now. Darn it, but you, you like, pre-ordered it through the app or whatever, and you got, like, a $5 combo included. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. It was, like, a free pop... The free, whatever, the $5 popcorn... Yeah. Medium popcorn, medium drink combo hmm. was included in your ticket or whatever. It was included for only $5 or something. And so, I'm assuming that's not in the MoviePass app, which is fine. I mean, if MoviePass does figure out how to do that, too... More importantly, where's I need more. I need another glass of wine. Yeah, I need to. I'll get that. <laughs> you drank that a lot faster than I thought you would. Really, Doug? Come on, you went to college with me. I'm a little disappointed in you. I know. If anything, I just sort of had like a a blast of reality there for a moment. Old habits die hard. <sighs> so, Brandon, how's how's your week been? What are you doing? Been watching anything? Uh, no. Because no. I have been... All those big storms, I think, uh, knocked out WoW cable. Knocked out WoW internet on my block. Yeah. And so I was out of internet all weekend, and there was a truck down the street when I left today, so I'm hoping um, it will be fixed. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I've been watching some stuff here and there. I watched... It's weird, can I just say, like, maybe being a millennial, but, like, it was frustrating because it, just, it wasn't just, like, I lost internet, but then, like, I don't have cable, so I couldn't watch any of my Roku stuff. So it was, like, I lost, like, all my forms of entertainment went out the door. Well, your forms of commu- of entertainment watching and half your ways of communicating with other human yeah. beings are just gone. Yeah, right which luckily I got mobile data on my phone, but, you know, you can only do so much. I've actually, I was listening to uh, the Giant Bombcast. And uh, they are all stationed for the most part in California, mm-hmm. and you know. What's the giant bombcast about? It is. Uh, it's a video game podcast that actually they're celebrating their 500th episode, Ooh. and they do a weekly podcast. So wow. that's coming up on 10 years. Wow. Uh, they compared it to celebrating your own birthday, and they just sort of went, eh, 500, and then they went back to what they were doing. I like to celebrate my own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, you're not a person that celebrates your birthday. I can see that right now. <laughs> I'm a politician, so I'm naturally egotistical. You're naturally so anything that's about me, I love. You're naturally <laughs> to celebrate your own accomplishments. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, like it though. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but uh, they were uh, they were accounting for some of the you know like forest fire fires oh. and like how half of Northern California is on fire right mm. now, and one of them was actually. Uh, Jeff Gersman was uh, specifically describing how, like, kind of frustrating it was in terms of, like, social media almost kind of makes it worse because all of a sudden it just makes it so there's a lot of people who aren't in California just going, what's going on? On a lot of the, like, support pages that are supposed to be directly feeding the information of where's the fire right now? Hmm. Do I need to evacuate? Shit like that. Hmm. It was kind of, it was, it was interesting to kind of think about. Um, so back to non- Sad, serious things. Mm-hmm. Um, happy death day. Happy, 
<laughs> no, not that. Not yet. Ugh, jump in the gun. Because a, because a, 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 wow, a, h, s. I don't know why I fucking struggled with American that one. Horse story? Yes. Why are we talking about American Horror Story? What? Why are we talking about American Horror Story? Because Kate was watching a bunch of uh, Roanoke, which is the season before the current one now, that uh, just came on Netflix. And she watched about three episodes and fell asleep. I watched about seven episodes and then fell asleep. But seven hours... Yeah. Like three, it's like 45 minutes. I'm assuming. Ish, yeah, 45 minutes. So, like. You watched it straight? Yeah. Because I had fucking nothing because I was working on my laptop and and Kate was asleep and Lennon was asleep. So, I'm going to fucking do things and just have something playing in the background so I'm not sitting in complete silence. (laughs) That is the time to do it. Uh, So. So we had words about American Horror Story even back at Steak and Shake when we were waiting for the movie to start. I think we had words as a strong statement because I don't have strong views on American Horror Story. I just disagree with Doug, and Doug chooses to then use the phrase strong words when I disagree with him is what I think no, is actually I didn't happening. say strong words. I said we had words, words about American Horror Story. No, you just story. said strong words. You said strong words. I said strong I words when you said it. strong words. You what? When you said strong words, I said the no, phrase... No, you said strong words first. Like, Don't lie to me. It'll be really funny if I, like, back it up a little bit and I actually hear... <laughs> I'll yeah, laugh. You, you go back. You said strong words. I swear you did. So we had words about American Horror Story. Had words, had words, had words, had words. Had words. Hey, tell you what. If I didn't say strong words, I'll make sure that I say strong words. But... The magic of editing... <laughs> You're constantly in the future and then immediately in the past. Dun, anyway, dun. that's not that's something American Horror Story is trying to do. <laughs> it that show is coming to the point where it has a formula to where I think it just needs a fucking Law and Order fucking sound effect, like just to throw a dish into a fucking empty swimming pool or something. Has it jumped the shark yet? It's always jumping the shark. It jumped the it shark at like season three and then. Now the shark has just been caught in orbit and has been orbiting around. <laughs> Permanently jumping. <laughs> it's never come down yet. Because, um, like, boy, Roanoke... No, man. For real? So, like, it's a documentary-style thing. Is like, the actual thing behind it. so bad. Yeah, and the parts man, I'm where... I'm so disappointed, because I thought it was about... I thought it was about, like, ping- pilgrims and Indians. <laughs> Kinda... That's one of its 17 plot lines. And, like, the rest of it is this weird thing where, like, the outside story is it's a documentary thing talking about everything that happened. And these are the real people that it happened to or the ones talking directly to the camera and all that. The recreation bit are entirely different actors because it's a dramatization Mm -hmm. or whatever of the thing. Please tell me. Please, for the love of God, tell me Nancy Grace has a cameo. Um, uh, I don't know if Nancy Grace has a cameo, but I think there's a Nancy Grace stand-in that is there, and she's pretty close. She has the exact same fucking hair, and she's the same age range. Mm. Damn, they could have gotten Nancy Grace. They could have gotten Nancy Grace. I think they just looked at the price tag, and they were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, no. (laughs) But, like, we can get an inflatable doll for a little bit, call it good. But for real, this show gives me sweats, because, like... 
Because, like, the dramatization bits, I have to at some point peel off the layers here and just go, like, so was this the initial thing that they actually shot? Because this whole season feels like they shot a season of American Horror Story and they went, oh, fuck. Oh, this is awful. This is, like, actually terrible. Because, like, the pacing is all over the place. The effects are not great a lot of the time. And, like, characters just show up and die immediately. And, like... Things just happen. They find this guy in a cellar who was locked there for 10 years and is all crazy. And he's like, I know what's going on with all the ghosts. And like, he can like stop them from attacking them and stuff. And then he immediately gets shot by an arrow seven minutes later. And he's sort of dead. But then he shows up later because there's these like cannibal hobo people in the mountains that are turning him into jerky. And then he gets his head smashed with a hammer and then he's gone. And then there's a ghost guy who is, like, from, like, the Victorian era, and he's like, I just want to be left alone. And then they take him, they, he takes them through a secret passage to get him away, and that happens. And, like, just, fuck, dude. Okay. This is also the last season Kathy Bates is in. I feel like... You don't fucking get Kathy Bates and make her keep playing, like, fucking shitty little throwaway characters. <laughs> Kathy Bates is a seasoned horror actress. She should have her own season where she is the main star. She was a pretty big star in Coven, even though you hate it. She's not really, though. She Like, she dies, and then the season just keeps going for, like, a little longer. Like, if I remember right, there's at least, like, a couple of episodes after she's dead where they're still just doing things. So it doesn't, you don't have to end the season just because Kathy Bates dies. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, I, feel like I Kathy don't... Bates wasn't relevant until, hadn't been relative recently until American Horror Story came back. And then, like, that season has all kinds of problems, too, because there's a weird beast man face guy, and he shows up for a minute, and then he goes away. And then there's that lady, that weird hippie witch lady who's there for a minute, and then I think she disappears or dies or something. I like Coven... It makes sense. It has a fluid storyline. Doug's just biased. I think your definition of a... <laughs> of a secure... Because, like, Asylum doesn't make a ton of sense. But thematically, I think Asylum makes sense that it doesn't make a lot of sense. I liked Asylum. I I, no, I also liked Asylum. I'm just saying, like, its story was kind of loose and, like, not 100% finished. And that's fine. Did you have a pen name? Did I forget your pen name? Did I have a pen name? No, Dick Dickerson. <laughs> Just don't forget it. <laughs> Brandon, a.k.a. Dick Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was Doug Schlong Schlanders. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Prickerstein? Prickerstein. <laughs> uh, PD Prick. P- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lil Petey Prick. Uh, <laughs> um, we could do a whole other podcast on dick jokes. We could just. How about? Maybe this needs to be an off uh, off the mic thing. But that should be like an April Fool's episode. Is an episode where we just talk about dick jokes the entire time. Uh, I think I, I'm I'm real hard on that idea. I got like a half chunk going. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Roanoke, I think, is awful. A lot of people were a lot of people were saying 
it was awful, and I just really needed to see it for myself. I have no it. I've actually talked to some people that are like, I watched the first like four or five episodes, and then I stopped watching each season. And I was like, why? And they were like, because I get to see the weird thing they decided to do for the season, and then I don't have to stay around for when they start trying to wrap up the terrible plot. And I'm increasingly to the point where I'm like, you know what? That might actually be a better way to go, because, boy, Cult, the, uh, the new one... Is not great either, uh, but, like, for real, like, they didn't get to the cult stuff until, like, episode four. I want to watch it. My uh, manager at work watches it. Uh, that's fine. Um, I watched the first episode. Was, if you need a quota of masturbating clowns, yeah. like, met to you, that that show definitely has a lot more oh, per yeah, capita. Yeah, this season was too... Like, I don't know, they've got... Like, seasons lately have got... It was way too sexual. Like, I'm not, like, a prude or anything, but I was just, like, it's just really a lot of sex stuff. And I was just, like, it just... If you like a lot of sex stuff, you should watch The Deuce. I feel like it's just distracting from, like, the... I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but... Boy. Just every... Just every season since three onwards, I just... Like I said before, even in the restaurant, I really honestly feel like... I shouldn't have, like, seven well, paragraphs well, okay, well, explaining on, the plot. Calling Steak and Shake a restaurant is giving you too much credit. Okay, fine. <laughs> we're at, when we were at the Sugar Shack. <laughs> it's a diner. It's not a restaurant. It was a dive. <laughs> was it a dine-in? I don't know. I think was it a drive? Drives, drives, drives. I had to get the trifecta in for Doug's favorite show. Flavortown. Diners, drivers, Doug. No, we went to Flavortown. We went to Flavortown. Oh, my God. What a terrible Best name city for in the USA. Flavortown. Flavortown. Um, we really make fun of Guy Fieri too much on this podcast. Well, he's I don't a, know if we have made he's a Doug lit, likes to make I love you, Guy, if you're listening. He's a lit Roman candle in a warehouse factory of fireworks. It's not hard to spot him. <laughs> Get it? Because his pointy hair is I got, the lit. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, I got it, Doug. You just don't like that man's hair. I don't, I don't like a lot of things about that dude, oh. but yeah, I don't like his hair. I don't think his restaurants are very good either. I've never been to one of his restaurants. I've been to like I've been to Flavor Town. <laughs> anyway, that's hilarious. So yeah, hold on, I gotta Google this. <laughs> In the meantime, American Horror Story. Flavor Town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey Alexa, what's going? No Google. Wait, Google, Google doesn't see. have a name for theirs. No. Uh, Flavortown, USA. Oh, it gives them the diners, drive-ins, and dives webpage. That's weird. Guy Fieri's American Tumblr person known for hosting the TV show. Where's the... Can you list under, like... Flavortown! Oh, my eyes are... <laughs> if this whole podcast was you just struggling to read things, I would be into that, too. <laughs> Can I just get you, like, a candle and, like, a very long... Ur- hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, oh, wait. This is going to be great. Urban Dictionary's definition for flavor <laughs> Record scratch. Wicka, wicka, wick. Oh, this should be great. Oh. That's all. That's all. Oh, that's no. sad. No, but that's going to be cooler. <laughs> Why is um, it sad? No, okay. So one definition of... Okay. Flavor. <laughs> hold on. Flavor, capital F, space, T, capital town. This is a destination that has amazing food. Since the food is so good, this must be where Flavor lives, and you have to get there. 
<laughs> literally crack. No, actually, my eyes are like stinging for some reason. He's brought to tears by anything that questions Guy Fieri. <laughs> His like, Lord and Savior, oh, Guy Fieri. My eyes have been hurting lately. Uh, commonly referenced in Diner's Drive in the Dice. The second one, not a bad one, getting the girl in your sack. With your sack? I took my girl to Flavortown last night for the first time. It was amazing. This is Flavortown, no space, capital F. <laughs> so, boys and girls, be sure you're using Flavortown correctly. <laughs> and either way, you could be, probably be good to take your girl to Flavortown, no matter which definition you choose. That was Brandon's. It, actually, that could be a segment of Brandon's <laughs> Urban Dictionary moment. Oh my gosh, Brandon reads Urban Dictionary stuff. Or I should really read Rap Genius. I asked my one of my friends uh, when I worked in Oakland. She was from the hood. I just did parentheses so y'all know this is parentheses. Big right? air quotes. Uh, air quotes, not parentheses. Air quotes. I mean, it's a physical quotes representation of, of quotation marks. But no, parentheses are these things. Yeah. Sure. Parentheses. Okay. Just so y'all know, I'm, an making, I'm making motions with my hands. An automatopoeia. Yeah, okay. She was from the hood, which she actually really was from the hood. Um, what does she, de- what is she de- divine as the hood? The West Side trait? Or South uh, okay, side? yeah, sure. I don't know, she was West Side, and the whole big West Side, East Side. Well, right okay, right. so that means she's from like the same area as like Big Sean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can get that. Um... Oh, anytime I had whatever a question about whatever, she told me to go to Rap Genius. I never actually go to Rap, I've gone to Rap Genius, but it'd be you know, funny if I... World Star Hip Hop, too, if funny, you want to watch some, like, awesome wiped out videos. <laughs> funny if I read a Rap Genius uh, quotes. Um, Again, the, gosh, you add, we add so much crap to this. So <laughs> much crap? We Come need to spread on. these out. I just think they're hilarious, but we need to spread it up. <laughs> we need to spread the love. Find some nice way to segue into what we're actually supposed to talk about. Well, because I was also going to say I'm going through all of Big Sean's catalog, oh, by the God. way. What, what is Oh God? Say catalog one more time. Discography. Scott, I'm knew, so I sorry. I knew you were going to say discography because I knew we were going to have this argument again. You can just say songs. I was listening to Big Sean's songs <laughs> recently. Songs? But what would you His call it? collections of songs. I think catalog sounds pretty pretentious not as pretentious. but discography is literally no, the word i know discography sounds even more pretentious but you're not a music producer like you don't need to go saying discography i mean that's fine so like what would you say if i specifically i downloaded all four of his albums that is his record studio albums albums i was listening to his albums recently. okay fine i was that's listening through his friend. albums recently someone suggested an idea for a youtube video that like i was intrigued enough by that i think i i sort of have something boiling on the plate at the moment that i'm sort of curious to do and right now i'm going through all of big sean's albums thank you um his second album has aged horribly I'm actually kind of shocked. This first one is great. Is Big so. even relevant? I don't even know his stuff on the radio anymore. He he is always feels like he has been like a three out of five, like just a guy who's there, <laughs> like because like the biggest he's ever been was his first album because he had like fucking Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay oh, and then great song. Uh, ass 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 ass, mm-hmm. ass. good song. Um, five asses out of five. Yeah, five ass. That, that hey, if anything gets five asses out of five, it's Big Sean's ass. Is <laughs> I forget the actual name of that song. It's not ass. No, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
but yeah, like we that were that first then still weren't we? Yeah. God. So yeah, that that album came out like when I think Obama was running for office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good song. There's a lot of songs on that that's really great. His second album is like kind of terrible. I'm kind of curious. Marvin Gaye's not live, right? Is he alive? I don't think Marvin Gaye? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think so either. Curious I think that's like, why there's a lot of songs that yeah, reference him. Yeah, I was like, curious what he would think about all these songs. <laughs> there's that, that other that hipster punk band that's like, uh, let's get it on or Marvin, Marvin Gaye Gay and get, get it on. on. Actually, that's uh, fucking Pluth or whatever his fucking name is. Char- Charlie Pluth. Or something. No, so he's like a pretty song. boy pop guy that girls I fucking love to death. Hmm? Marvin Gaye and Get It On? I guess it's pop. That's Marvin Gaye. It has Megan Trainer in it. Yeah, that's fine. I guess that's what pop is. Like, okay, so he was hanging out with a lot of rappers. Like, he's he's done a song with uh, Wiz Khalifa. He's done a song with Lil Wayne. Back when both of those people were relevant and not kind of clowns. But... Wiz Khalifa's not a clown. <laughs> he's kind of a clown now. Wayne's not a clown. Mm. He's called Wayne a clown. He's a drug addict. He's many things. He's not a clown. Okay. <laughs> In my opinion, he's that's, a clown. that's fine. That's fine. But like, would you really say he's as good now as he was like, like around, like around the time? I mean, of, really, like, he doesn't really do anything now. That I know. Yeah, like he, they just he sort of evaporated, is what I mean. Yeah. They run out of drug money and then they make a new album. Kind of fucking drives me nuts. <laughs> Horrible, but, but hilarious. Um, Can I say the big song? Big Sean is better than being one of those rappers that are only ever featured on other people's albums. Yeah, yeah. Because like, who's a good example of that? Of people that only show up in fucking features yeah. or whatever. So Lil Pump was that. Actually, most of like the new people in rap this year were that, mm-hmm. and most of them have been terrible. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. <laughs> I'm like, what do you think about uh? Uh, Kim, uh, 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 Kim, no, Nikki, Nikki Minaj was that for like a um, while. Actually, what do you think about Lil Yachty? <sighs> Lil Yachty is like this weird. I like Lil Yachty. I like Lil Yachty, but like I don't he know. He was in Raleigh. I didn't get to when I was there. I think I. Oh, you got to meet him. He was at meet him. He was at the Seven Eleven. Shut the fuck up. I could have I wonder if I, if I would have Ubered in there. Been cool. Um. Did I ever tell you? I'm sure I probably totally told you this. My first Uber trip was... Big Sean. No. Was actually, I took these Greek kids to, from, because I live next to the university, to a concert. And I would imagine if we could do this all of it. Uh, it was a guy and two girls. The guy was in a, was in a fraternity. The girls were in a sorority. And the guy's fraternity was hosting this rapper... They had, like, bought out this club and was hosting a party that this rapper was attending downtown. I actually took, like, two or three cars to this party. Yeah. And I really, it really frustrates me. I wish I could remember the rapper's name, but it was, like, a rapper that I had, like, heard on the radio. Like, it was, like, a real rapper. Oh, that's neat. And I was, like, God, I wish our, like, if, if the Olivet Fraternities had that much money to, like, hire, to just, to just hire rappers, rapper. I was just, like, that's just insane. That would be fun. Um... <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Just boggles my mind. Um, but yeah, Lil Yachty is a guy that I tentatively interested. I'm doing like the the burns, like tenting my fingers and like kind of waiting to see what happens with him. Actually, the person I'm like 
if you want to see a more extreme version of Lil Yachty, there's this guy named Ugly God. What about Lil Uzi? I think he one night. He's one of those new people. He is actually... That's the that's the ironic that the hipster thing? black person thing to do oh. this year is like go hey you remember when everybody was named Lil what if we did that again I thought everybody was big now they're just going down the little it's like a the yeah. pendulum yeah. swung yes that is that is quite big literal Chong, there's big big Papa yeah big... Uh, there's a, a big big puffy a big Diddy I think it was big Diddy at some point mm-hmm. now it's just Diddy again mm-hmm. so he got a little smaller again. So they all switch to little. So yeah, but a lot of them are shorter though. Yes, they are. Big Sean is like five six. What's his name? Uh, He's not even little though. Ray Schwimmer is like really short. Yes, he is. He is like so hard to say. Oh, but for real though, like like Ugly God has a lot of promotional pictures of him wearing like the Ash Ketchum Pokemon hat and like (laughs) fucking weird. Like his first like mixtape has a picture of like Yu-Gi-Oh shit photoshopped on it very poorly. There's a song he has that said that's called Fuck Ugly God and it's just a crowd cheering Fuck Ugly God. I think it might be sampled from a show that he did that went badly. Oh my gosh, wow. It's kind of awesome and I actually I posted one song to your Facebook from uh, from him called Stop Smoking Black and Wilds. <laughs> what? what did you post? I didn't see that. That was like months ago. Oh, I must have missed it. Well, I'll pull it up oh. afterwards. <laughs> it's, he's fucking oh weird. That's I'm very super interested. funny because I literally, literally smoked a black and mild last night. <laughs> and I hadn't smoked my car reeks of it still. I'm regretting doing it now. That is that is also a thing he comments on in that song. <laughs> and that and sh- comments on you notice I didn't never notice maybe I I just ignored it or I fought the pain. Like maybe it's cigars where I'm just smoking around. It like burns your tongue. Yeah, it does. It's very harsh, like in general, as opposed to like a. Cigar I wanted to look up. I was gonna like Google. I wanted to Google all natural cigars. It's 5.15. We gotta wrap this up. I got a thing to go to. Oh, shit. So, here's a quick segment where uh, Doug says a thing that may or not may not be real on the internet as we transition to our movie of conversation. Did you know that when two men are fighting naked and a woman is trying to suck one of their dicks, it is called a hobo with a shotgun? What? I should have opened a dictionary that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea for other people's term a dictionary. So, happy death day. Happy death day! And then I'll like play the... the, the you play happy birthday? Happy birthday. It's in the public domain, right? Yes. Okay. It was officially ruled to be in the public domain again. Okay. I think ultimately it was because like it was... You know that like that thing of like when a term becomes so generic that like you can't defend it anymore mm-hmm. anyway? Like what fucking happened to Kleenex and and Q-tip and shit like that? Mm-hmm. Actually, did you see that viral video? Like, as a quick aside, <laughs> did you see that viral video of those uh, singing lawyers that were trying to get people to not do that for uh, for uh, what was it Xerox? I think mm-hmm. because people uh, because that term is starting to become so generic that they can't. I don't know who Drew Estate is. What? He is like the only producer of natural cigars, apparently. Yeah? I Google natural cigars. The entire first, literally, all of the first um, links on Google are cigars by Drew 
Have you seen that uh, company started up in Cuba that's selling like uh, vape versions of uh, Cuban cigars? Actually, apparently, whoever this guy is, Drew Estate Natural of the conglomerate that makes natural dirt, natural juice, natural English. Interesting. Natural Irish hops, natural Man. root. These what guys. Natural dirt. <laughs> that guy has a very specific market. <laughs> Um, so happy mm-hmm. death day. Yes, Man, we, we got to use, rifle. we got to use our first, uh, movie pass excursion on an MTV. Movie pass. Movie you need pass. some kind of cool, except jingle. Some kind of, maybe not even, I don't know, I want something. I'll add like a fairy do dust like. editing magic in Doug. Yeah, there you go. What's that one? You should do the, I don't know if you remember, I think they still do it. Uh, man, it's like the PBS, oh, man, what is it, that one where the star flies in? Like, oh, yeah, dun, 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 Um, so that was like an MTV original movie, like, <laughs> I got curious when I noticed that but, it was and a... what movies, I thought they used to totally have a whole, like, movie studio production. Uh, production MTV? Production department? Yeah, they, they used to go a lot harder on that. I feel like the second people realized rated R horror movies were doing pretty good in theaters, they mm-hmm. kind of stopped doing that, because mm-hmm. it's lame to see someone cut away when somebody gets stabbed. But, uh, yeah, so... MTV could have done whatever. Happy Death Day? Yeah, totally. No, I mean, they could have done an R-rated horror movie. Not on TV. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I thought they actually made real movies. They like, made one or two. Maybe one. Uh, you're probably right. Or at least they had, like, a production studio. Doing, you know like... what, if you think about it now that you mention it, like, there was never... It never, like, there was no blood in that movie. No. Not, that you think Not a lot. No, the most blood, I think, is like when that dude gets shot at the end, or what? Hey, big spoilers. When that dude gets shot at the end, or whatever, with the bullets in the hospital. Yeah. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, that and when that one bitch gets kicked out of the window. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I said that yeah. one bitch to avoid spoilers. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, I didn't think about it until like looking back out of it. That there was not a lot of blood. No, it's actually like a pretty tolerable, like, I would almost define it as more of like an adventure movie than a horror movie. Mm-hmm. What, it was PG-13, I mean, Yes, it? yes it was. And, you know, I didn't even notice that either. <laughs> I guess I thought it was R. But not really, because there wasn't enough sex for it to be R. Yeah, that, there was no mandatory no booty scene. That, if that was rated R, that would have opened with her having sex with the dude the morning oh, of, like, every time. <laughs> oh, hey, Except for she didn't sleep with him. Spoilers. Fuck. Spoilers. What the fuck? Spoilers. I'm actually going to spo- like just censor you out. So that <laughs> It's not a spoiler. She was, cle- was clearly out of her league. She was out of his league. Excuse me? <laughs> Ex- excuse me? My movie rating. Are you shitting on my league? Are you shitting on my beautiful boyfriend who is so beautiful and so hot? He wasn't that great. So, no, he wasn't. She was that that girl in that movie. I fucking wish I looked up her name. Uh, she is the fucking standout of that movie. She's mm-hmm. she's great. She has a lot of range. She did. She has a lot more range than I was expecting her to have. Mm-hmm. Happy Death Day, actors. You just <laughs> do you just use the voice thing with? Jessica Rothenberg. Jessica Rothenberg. Can you look up and see like if she's done anything else like yep, recently? I'm working on it. Um, he looks well. What's his name? Looks a lot better. And <laughs> well, that's true of like a lot of people. She died eleven times in the movie. Yeah. Were, Damn. That's what the, I'm gonna censor that part out too. That's so what it <laughs> says. Movies, La La Land. 
Happy Death Day. Wait, she was in... Oh, right. We talked about that yesterday. Lily and Kate. What the fuck is Lily and uh, Kate? Parallels. The preppy connection. Okay. The hot flashes. Summertime. Forever My Girl. <laughs> Wolves. The Last Keepers. The Tribe. Jack, Jules, Esther, and me. Trust Fund and Bastards of Young. Trust Fund sounds like a good name for a thing, but I don't think a movie. Um, but, uh... So, yeah, she she's fucking awesome. She plays... She, that movie does a great job of subverting your expectations, because I was all in all just ready for a shitty, slocky, schlocky slasher movie. Totally was. I set the bar real low. And they, they happily exceeded it. Yeah. And they put you in just the right mindset, too, because all the characters start off shitty. Everybody is just an awful human being. Oh, she was in a movie. She was in a TV show. She was in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was in a movie, Mary plus Jane. Okay. Uh, Mary plus Jordan and Paige, 20-something entrepreneurs, are recently trying to find success in L.A. with the businesses that focus on running a marijuana delivery service. Their okay. app is getting popularity among a list of customers. Huh. That sounds neat. I might watch that. Is that on Netflix? Uh, But anyway, uh, I guess to avoid spoilers somewhat, because boy, real easy to fucking spoil this movie, but at the very least we don't have to explain the time mechanic thing, because that's like in every fucking trailer and shit. But like... Except for they never explain it. <laughs> no, yeah, for real. If you want answers, the, the, do you know what this movie does by the end? It I goes, just wanted an Aztec amulet. It would have been so simple. Just put an Aztec amulet. Just pissing on an Aztec amulet. Oh every my time. gosh, Doug, you're gonna find this fucking hilarious. Guess what network Mary plus Jane was on? <laughs> I have no idea. MTV. Yeah. <laughs> It all comes full circle. Oh my gosh, that was too funny. That's good. That was too funny. I think the podcast is over. That's a true <laughs> victory. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, that uh, that th- that movie goes to montage almost immediately. It goes to montage like twenty minutes in. <laughs> it was a good montage. Right? No, it was a good montage. It's just I, I was like, oh, we're doing this now. No, I, I totally was like, I was like, oh, I was like, is this almost over? We got like fifteen minutes left. <laughs> It could have almost been a 45 minute movie. It could have been. Like, I would have trimmed some fat off. The last 15 minutes, I was like, ready to go. Yeah. When she woke up that last time, you thought she won, she didn't win. I was like, spoiler alert, <laughs> she didn't win, but you thought she won. I was like, damn. I was like, no! <laughs> uh, it's a, it's, it was fun though. It was a fun movie. For seeing free, it was not horrible. <laughs> so what is your final rating uh, for yeah. Happy Death Day? My final rating is two unnecessary horror movie titty flashes out of five. Bam. Low bar. I will give, I'm going to give Jessica Rothenberg. Ooh. Four unnecessary titty flashes. Yeah. Out of five we want to see more stuff with her. I like Jessica. I think she she's a skinny blonde, so 
totally would bang her. Well, yeah, I was say, she's but in the real house anyway. She's pretty hot. She's in your list. Of, like, similar to the founder, she's in your list of interests. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty, you know, she's physically appealing, but she also uh, has some acting chops behind that body. I'm going to give this three... I'm going to give this three shittier teen slasher movies out of out of five. You could have just said three screams, Doug. We all know which you're talking no, about. Scream is good. What the fuck? What? Scream is Get not the good. Get the fuck out are of my face. Scream oh, isn't good. God, I can't handle it. Fuck right you. Scream right. 1 and 2 are amazing. God, no. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If you want shit... You should fucking watch the the later I Know What You Did Last Summer movies. You want to know how the third one ends? The fucking the guy they've been stalking... No, actually. The guy they've been that's been stalking them for two other movies turns out to be a weird fish ghost guy who has a ghost ship that he chases them around with. What? He does not. No, that's totally real. I believe you. That is completely real. I liked it. Oh, the first one's good. Of course you would think that's good. How do we have like such opposite oh, <laughs> taste? I don't know why we're between this and wine. <laughs> oh yeah, we went to the Renaissance Fair. I, don't I guess I'll edit this into podcast. the beginning part. A different podcast. We won't edit another time. Okay. Maybe not. Well, no, yeah, it's five thirty. I gotta eat early. Okay. I'm so tired. Stay tuned for our double feature in this double feature episode. <laughs> where my co-host and his wifey <gasps> talk about it. it. And then I think we're going to be it. seeing... You should do like a, one of like that classic 1950s Hitchcock women screaming breaking glass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, everybody thing right there. It's like a transition. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty good. Double feature. Hit your show. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So, uh, me and Kate kind of collectively talked about it, and Kate kind of doesn't feel like she really has that much to add. So, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to sum up here, kind of. So, it, it part one, technically speaking. So this is a movie that I have feelings about, but I kind of feel like a larger discussion about this movie can't really be done until part two is out because comparisons to the original film are somewhat incomplete because the original film is like three hours long and has both parts of the story, whereas this is just part one. So to just sort of more summarize our thoughts on this. There are bits I love about this movie and there are bits that afterwards that people have been talking about that I think I sort of agree with. I don't know if it entirely colors my opinion of the film itself, but I do think it's important to talk about. So the bits that I was like really surprised by are there are a lot more jokes in this movie than I was expecting. There are more jokes in this movie than there are jump scares. Um, as a whole you know, you're not going to beat Tim Curry. You never were going to. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, the kid actors, I will say, you know what? They actually did a great job of finding a bunch of kid actors that I don't define as shit kids. Just terrible kid actors ruin my experience with a movie. And somehow they found one, two, three, four, five, six seven seven kids 
I think, seven main kid cast characters. Seven kids in the main cast, I think, including the bully. Yeah, I think so. They didn't make my skin crawl. None of them individually really made, like, me just want to die. And, like, good on them, honestly. Like, I'm actually really shocked they were able to do that. Um, <laughs> This movie has, like, a weird obsession with new kids on the block. Uh, this game is, like, re- this game. This movie is, like, really obsessed with reminding you that it's the 90s, which gets a little overbearing. Uh, there are bits in the later part of the film that I think are kind of fun, like how everything that they are f- afraid of has a red sheen to it, has like some integrating of red to uh, to whatever it happens to be. And uh, the one thing I would really say that I'm not really... Uh, what's I'm looking for here? Um, that I'm not really digging on that other people have touched on is, uh, the stuff involving the, uh, the girl in the story, because the main thing with hers is her, uh, is her sexual assaulting molester of a father. And the part that sucks about that is that she is also sexualized in the movie not so, so the one thing that I sort of lose the thread on and at least at the very least I didn't take away from this is that somebody points out that there's a scene a slow motion scene of her taking off her dress and jumping in a river or whatever I guess I would need to watch the movie again because in my head that movie that scene was like a fourth of a second and to me that was more to put the audience in the perspective of the other uh the other boys, at least what they're looking at. And I'm not saying that makes it better. I'm not even saying I disagree with what other people are saying. It's just for me specifically, I don't feel like that is an instance of her being sexualized because she's like 13, because in my head, why would you do something like that? So like, to me, I didn't interpret it like that. I'm not saying it's incorrect an incorrect viewpoint. In fact, like the whole reason I'm bringing it up is because I think it's a valid and important thing to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think if there's really anything else to bring up with the movie. Um, the final scene where they all kick the shit out of the clown spoiler alert, I guess is pretty good. Um, There are large bits of CG that are fucking awful in that movie. There is a couple of bits that are fucking awesome. Like there's a part with the fucking fat loser kid in the library. And there's just this librarian that's just doing a creep smile, like in the background and stuff in slow motion. It's super good. But can there be one fucking real red balloon in this fucking movie? Seriously, can there just be one at all? Christ. Anyway, so that's just sort of more of our general thoughts on the movie. Like, it's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. You know, I don't know how excited anyone can be about a fine movie, but it's fine. And again, I think a larger discussion about that movie can be made when part two comes out, which as far as I know is like next year question mark or something. So I guess we'll see. Uh, anyway, I guess we'll, uh, wrap up with that. 
Thank you for joining me, and I hope my singular voice has not been seriously bothersome to you. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, plug your shit real quick, your, your Facebook, your uh, magic stuff. What magic stuff? Oh, watch. Well, if you're a Magic the Gathering fan, go to mtginfinite.com. Catch up on all the latest news from the Magic the Gathering universe. 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 <laughs> Does Magic the Gathering have, like, like music? Mm, no. No? There's no, like, like composer that was, like, m- music inspired by the cards. Well, I mean, it's not... And it's the not an audio, you know. Well, I know, but, like, there was never, cards. like... There's no, like, sound. Because, like... They just started recently. It wasn't until, like, a year or two ago they started doing short trailers for each set. Yeah. That there was actually, like, a visual, like a... I don't know, like a, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Because imagine you don't see Magic the Gathering commercials, you know. Fair enough. There was rumors Hasbro signed a seven-movie deal with the Universal. That was the result of the G.I. Joe, Transformers, etc. movies. There was a rumor one of those was there was a script being written for a magic movie, but it never came to fruition. That sucks. Like the Roger Rabbit 2. Considering um, how much of a nightmare Warcraft was to make. Roger Rabbit 2 will never come to And considering fruition. Warcraft was literally working with an infinite budget forever, and it just barely squeaked out. I can probably see why it would be hard. Eh, I don't know. I think they went. I want to see one still. So hopefully, they're, gonna, they're supposed to be doing an MMO. Yeah, it was too funny. Good job. An MMO. That'd be cool. They should still make you play Magic the Gathering to fight other people. <laughs> no. I I'm would love to make an orc guy and he still pulls out a deck of cards. Let's play. Shut up. No, I'm interested Why to see. Why wouldn't that be cool? I'm interested to see if they're going to do. if they're Which route they're going to take. Like, you. As a like creature character in the game, yeah. Or you as a as the planeswalker, which is what you're supposed to be now, the powerful mage who summons shit. Yeah. So if they like do you as that, and then you like summon shit, or you have like I think it'd be cool to like set it up to where like you know you had like you have a seven card hand in magic, so you had like a seven card spell slot or like ability slot, and then you could move them around. Yeah. You know whatever, learn and move them around. So. We'll see how it's going to go. Fair enough. The people they, they hired, they, like, stole a bunch of big moves. Like, the people that worked on the um, Star Wars Old Republic MMO. Yeah. And a couple other big industry names. Hasbro got some big people to work on it, so. Okay. I have high hopes. High Let's hopes. See. Oh, high hopes. We'll see. Magic is not doing pretty good with their digital High offerings. hopes. High hopes. Good podcast, Doug. Hooray! Good. Okay. Um, I'm done. Dickerson out. <laughs> Dickerson out. Dickerson is pulling out of this podcast. Oh, stop. Damn it. <laughs> I set myself up for that one. That Somebody crazy. was fucking talking about, like, a sex shot. I was listening. Oh, damn it. We didn't do the fucking series spotlight. What are you? Are you watching something? Uh, uh oh, damn it! What about you? Can just recommend the Ozarks again if you're still watching that. No, I finished. What about Star Trek? Are you no. watching Star Trek? HBO or uh, Hulu? Uh, Dirk Gently and the Holistic Detective Agency. Funny, quirky, uh, very interesting show. I've never really seen anything like it. If you like Elijah Wood. Oh, okay. There you go. 
Uh, I'm watching a uh, anime shonen series called uh, called Will and Grace. Oh, <laughs> You're not even watching Will and Grace. Yes, I'm watching Will and Grace. What? I'm watching it from the first season onwards. Oh god, well, that sounds horrible. Why does that sound horrible? Oh, I thought you liked Will and I Grace. Do. I've seen most of it, so that's why I don't want to start all over again. Why? I haven't seen most of it. Well, yeah, I was gonna say like I've seen a total of four episodes I ever. The, really? Oh, I used to watch it all the time. Like I just recently kid. saw the episode where they're gonna have a baby together or whatever, and Will leaves his semen sample on the table, mm-hmm. and then uh, what's her face? That's Grace's friend mm-hmm. uh, uses it as floor cleaner. And I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't think they actually end up having a baby. Oh, yo! Also, oh. Also, you should watch the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. It's a really good hip-hop you should podcast. Watch, you should listen. Yes. I have to be that guy. Interesting to sit in awkward silence. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut it.
Hey there! Do you enjoy the content that we produce? How about you head on down to patreon.com slash cofnetwork, a Patreon page specifically for helping out our podcast, Floating Upstream, along with our sister podcast, Alternative Input, where we discuss video games and other such video game-related news. If you enjoy what we produce and you want to be able to support, any support would be greatly appreciated because it'll help us get better equipment and put out more episodes more often. And I haven't even mentioned the best part, considering when you subscribe to the Patreon, you actually receive episodes ad-free and earlier than the free feeds. You also receive exclusive content, such as future episodes of our Alternative Input podcast, where we actually discuss video games in a more in-depth way one-on-one such as this four-and-a-half-hour podcast where my brother and I discuss everything involving the Metal Gear Solid series. So again, head on down to patreon.com slash cofnetwork.